The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the incel episode. My name's Jason. That's Kevin. What's up, buddy? Well, you know what? That's kind of fair with the lyrics of, of this song. Was that intentional or was that just a, uh, a happy coincidence? But yes, this is, um, yes, this is Alpha Bravo Cherry. What's going on with you, Jay? How are you doing? I'm great. Um, so I was, I, I guess I've never given much thought to the lyrics. I mean, the title of the song kind of gives away what the song's about. But um, is that really what it's about? I, I've never really paid much attention to what the lyrics meant in the song. So. I haven't either. I guess we're not gonna banter. We're just gonna dive straight into it with this, which we is can fine. That's my fault. I, we can no, banter. No, no, no. No, we're diving straight. In. We, we I opened the floodgates accidentally on this one, and uh, so, so here's my thoughts. I I'm gonna make another declaration. Out of the classic Wilco albums, being there, Summer Teeth, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, A Ghost Is Born. This is the worst song on those records. This is now. I'm not saying it's a terrible song, but it's one of my least favorite Wilco songs. I do not like. I, I like this song, just barely, but I do not love this song. Um, and the, and so when people say Summer Teeth is the best Wilco album, I love Summer Teeth. Summer Teeth has some of the best Wilco music in it, absolutely. But I think to myself, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, A Ghost Is Born. Uh, except for maybe the static uh, um, being there. None of those albums have a song that is this weak compared to the rest of the material on the album. Um, Interesting. So going back to the lyrics, I've been waiting for this episode this, this whole time. I don't listen to the song very often at all, unless I put the record of summer teeth on. Um, and, and, you know, me, Jason, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a lyrics guy. I'm a I'm a melody. I'm a musical texture. Uh, I'll listen to the, what the bass guitar is doing before I listen to what the vocals do. Though there is no bass guitar in this uh, song. One of the things wrong with it. Um, <laughs> wow. Kevin so when we were when we were when I was thinking about this song this week, knowing we were going to record it, uh, in my head, this the we're just friends is a coming from a. Uh, a place of gaslighting. No, no, baby. She's just my friend. Don't worry about it. We're just friends, oh. right? So, and then, so I was ready to freaking rip this song apart about that, but I was like, well, I should, you know, look at the lyrics and, and make sure that that's... And no, it's actually different. It's coming from... Uh, the girl is saying that we're just... Is saying to the, to the singer that we're just friends. Over and over and over again, uh, you say that we're just friends. Um, and this, so this is a guy who keeps messing up and he's clearly infatuated with this girl and she's insistent that, no, no, you're just my friend. That's all it is. So in that sense, it's actually not a gaslighting song. This is, song is an ode to friend zoned, right? Yeah, that, yeah you know, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. So, so in that sense, it is kind of an insult song. <laughs> yeah. Not, not exactly, but I thought it was funny you said that. Cause it was like, that's what, to me, that's what this song is about. It's like when you love a girl and she doesn't love you back so you you tell your friends oh yeah we're, we're, she she friend zoned me man she friend zoned me and and and, and that has that. implications that i don't think the band meant but 
Um, I think especially in the time since this album came out, there's been a lot more social commentary about the nice guy, right? Who deserves to, uh, a, a, a girl. I'm going to get so much hate for this episode. No, you're not. Uh, I agree with you 100% what you're saying right now, yeah. man. It's so stupid to have the, I hate when guys say nice guy. No, man. She just didn't like, doesn't like you. It's okay. If she doesn't like you, yeah. how do you know that you like her? First of all, you know what, you know what I mean? Like my buddy, Chris, Oh, I shouldn't say his name, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I won't say a last name or anything like that. One of my buddies, like he, whenever he would go, used to go on a date, he would get so nervous about if she would like him or not. And it's just like, what if you don't like her, man? You don't know if you like her. What do you, what do you care? Like you're, this is an interview on for both ways. You're going, you're going here to find out if either of you want the job. Like that's that's so, such a dumb way to go. But um, but incel implies something something with danger, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, incel's I think a little much more extreme than this song. Uh means to be but i was saying well it is kind of you know uh um uh, uh you know there is some alignment there but i think i, I yeah i would never say like jeff or the band were, were coming across like incels uh on this song so yeah this is there's other things i dislike about the song but it's it's just not it just doesn't do it for me um and uh i think if you chop this song off the uh track list of uh uh, summer teeth you've taken it from like a 9.5 to a, a 9.9 or a 10 like this song is, is a, a grade below the rest of the album and if if you don't agree with me i bet you the band would probably see some truth with what with what i'm saying because this song has been performed three times in the 21st century jason once in 2008 when the band were doing their whole catalog so of course it has to get performed then and then uh, once at a Jeff Tweedy solo benefit show where the fans make the set list. So somebody requested it there. And then apparently once in Australia in 2010, um, which is uh, an oddity. Uh, oh, that was a good set that list. That doesn't though. mean that they don't like the song, man. That just means that uh, it's, it's not a good live song. And it's not. Actually, yeah. it may be a good live song. I don't know. Have I ever seen a song live? No. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, um I bet it would be a good, I'd be a cool like little song live. Like I love his voice in the song. I love the vibe of the song. I I guess uh, I've never thought about it live, but I really like the song. I think it's a breath of fresh air on the album. Hmm. So interesting. Hmm. I, let, let's just go into it. Let's listen to it, and then we can uh, you can point out what you like, and I can point out what I don't like. While we're listening to this song, you guys can go to abcwoco.com, find all the ways to support the show. The most important of which being leaving a rating and review on apple podcast and giving us a follow on the old spotify so, instrumentally this is mostly jeff and jay uh well instrumentally it's mostly jeff uh and then jay's playing um piano first and some bass drum and then uh jay and john are doing uh harmony vocals so and the harmony vocals in my opinion are beautiful and the best part of the song the ooze we're gonna hear them in a couple seconds here Mm. That bass is really cool, man. Come on. Yeah, bass is cool. I wonder if that's because there's no bass credited. I wonder if that's um, Farfisa, um, like a, a this, keyboard, this is, really low. Listen to this melody. You're melody guy. Listen, this is gorgeous. The man. vocal harmonies are wonderful. No, the whole here. song is wonderful. 
I hate the melody of the song, especially the repetitive over and over and I don't hate it. It's just it just uh it just always aggravated me a little bit. I don't see why we're doing this show together. <laughs> <laughs> what did I ever see in you? <laughs> Yeah, the the bass. I love this song. to it on headphones. Is is uh yeah, I really enjoy it. I uh, um, I've been a little hyperbolic. I don't hate this song. It just, I it, to me, it's not as good as the rest of the record. It's a it's a would have been a, a fine B side. And Jeff's voice, while I don't like the vocal melody, Jeff's, this is one of the last instances, I think, on a Wilco record of Jeff having that, like, really, like, strained smoker voice um, that we hear a lot on, like, Being There and AM. Dude, John's bass, like, when it kicks in right there, um, I don't know what you call that space of the song, but it does it a few times in the song, but it kind of just elevates the entire song and, like, brings, like, a bunch of drama to it and because the yeah. the backing vocals start happening at the same time it i think i think this song is gorgeous man and i think that i think the two stars of the show are jess voice and john's bass i think those are the stars of the show so that it, john does not play bass on the song though no okay there, uh yeah john is correct so there's no ken coomer on it uh which which makes sense because there's no drums besides apparently a bass drum i don't know if i remember hearing a bass drum but there's probably something in there somewhere um, and John and Jay are doing the harm vocal harmonies together. And then the only instruments are credited are piano, uh, farfisa, uh, which is, uh, a made I believe, word. uh, like a, a electric piano organ style, um, early, like electronic, um, style keyboard. Um, and, uh, um, ooh, I lost my notes here and, uh, um, yeah, backing vocals. So, um, I, I do appreciate the sparse arrangements, and I'm going to make a comparison. I'm going to pair the, compare the song to the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking before, the same thing. Before people get mad at me for not liking the song, I will give it very high praise in this regard. To me, so my favorite Beatles album is an album called Revolver. And there's really? a song on there that I, uh, I believe might actually also be the fourth song of the record. Uh, oh, no, it's a fifth song. But there's a song on there called Here, There, and Everywhere. Oh, yeah. And to me, it's kind of a similar song within the role of the album. And I also very much don't like that song either. <laughs> so, Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, listeners, don't don't send me an email. Uh, um, I don't hate this song. I just, to me, I love Summer Teeth so much. And I just think this song, it just uh, while has some redeeming qualities, um, uh um, lyrically, I, I kind of object to it. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely not like an incel song, and I probably shouldn't have made that joke off the top, uh, especially when I knew, knew I was going to be so critical of the song. But uh, it is kind of uh, an ode to friend zone, um, and it's um, yeah, the melody just uh, something about that, especially that first line, over and over and over again. Not singing that well, but something something about those particular notes, Jason, has always aggravated me. 
That's all I have to say about that. Oh, okay. You I, more I, you wanna... I, I thought you were going to go into what aggravates you about those notes, but no. Uh, well, it's, it's the, it's the sharp third, and the, no, I don't have. Uh, um, but I, I'm I'm glad you like it. I'm glad other people like it. Um, it's not a song you often hear about, but uh, um, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, if you want to go to abcwilco.com, find all the ways to support the show, the most important of which being leaving a rating review on Apple Podcasts, giving us a follow on Spotify. You can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. You can find all my uh, links up in the description of my uh, Instagram. On the next episode, we'll be covering uh, what good am I out of the Wilco book. So we the know that's final gonna, Wilco book song, Jason. Is the, that is the final Wilco book song. We're getting close to the end. Um, until then, every little thing's going to tell you pot. <laughs>